This is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Welcome to the Not Lukewarm Podcast with Diana Bartolini, a speaker, writer, and spiritual director who wants you to know your faith and live not lukewarm. Hello, everyone. It's Diana Bartolini with the Not Lukewarm Podcast. I hope y'all are having a great week, and I hope that if you've started to send people back to school, whatever that looks like for you, that it all has been going well. Before I start on my topic for today, I want to just a quick little reminder that if you are interested in having me come and speak to your group, whether it's a women's group, a parish group, a Bible study, whatever it is, if you're looking for a speaker, I would be more than happy to talk to you about that. And I will drop my contact form in the show notes and you can contact me that way. That would be an amazing thing to get to meet some of you that I just talked to this way and get to meet you in person would be a wonderful thing. Today we're going to talk about faithfulness. I want to start with the prayer, with a prayer of St. Teresa of Avila. And this prayer is about trusting God always. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, let nothing trouble you. Let nothing frighten you. Everything passes. God never changes. Patience obtains all. Whoever has God wants for nothing. God alone is enough. Amen. God alone is enough. I want to talk about God today. Well, we almost always talk about God, don't we? God's the best. That's an understatement for sure. What I want to talk about is his faithfulness and our response of faith to his faithfulness. And I want to start with a verse from 2 Timothy, so the second letter of Timothy and the second chapter, and it is verse 13. And the whole verse says this, if we are faithless, he remains faithful, for he cannot deny himself. I want to focus on the second part of that. So he remains faithful, for he cannot deny himself. He cannot deny himself, he being God. God cannot deny himself. God is faithful. It is who he is. It is an attribute of God that never, ever changes, never wavers, and is not conditional. In other words, we may move away from God, turn away, we may sin on purpose, on accident, or maybe we didn't come to know God until we were older. Whatever the case, God has always and will always be faithful because that is who he is. There's so many things that we want to change. We want to be different. And I'm going to suggest that in our life, that is oftentimes ever-changing and very tumultuous, that the steadfastness, the faithfulness of God to us and our response to him is something that is going to get you, get us through the difficult times. It doesn't mean the difficult times are going to not come. It doesn't mean they're going to be easy. That's Otherwise, we'd call them easy times, not difficult times. But it means that God is with us always. So we started with scripture. Now I'm going to shift to the catechism. I know, and don't get, don't be frightened. It's not super heavy. You know me. I'm not about like freaking people out with big words and long quotes that are difficult to understand. 
What does it mean for us, mere mortals, we humans, to say that we have faith in God? We already know God is always going to be faithful to us because he created us in his likeness and image. He loves us. He gave us life. And it is not possible for him to go against himself and his attribute of faithfulness is who he is. But what does it mean for us in our life? So the catechism says this, and it starts with catechism number 222. Believing in God, the only one, and loving him with all our being has enormous consequences for our whole life. Consequences often, we look at that maybe as being negative, but not in this situation at all. It has consequences in terms of what does this mean? How does this help us to live our life? And so then the catechism continues in 223. It means coming to know God's greatness and majesty. God's greatness and majesty. And then it says, behold, God is great and we know him not. Therefore, we must serve him first. Why does it say we know him not? We, we think we know God. We can know him to a degree, but how can we know someone that is not near us in the way that people are near us? How can we know someone whose knowledge encompasses literally all the knowledge of all the world, of all the things that happen in the world, of all the people in the world? It is his, in, in it, I'm stuttering, sorry. I'm just going to leave that. I'm not going to even take that out when I edit. Because that's what God makes me do sometimes. He makes me stutter because his greatness is so awe-inspiring. And it's not out of fear, but out of this great awe to say, God, you are everything. And without you, my life is going to be a total and complete disaster. And that's what it means when we say we know him not. We cannot understand his ways. We cannot understand the depth of his love, of his care for us, of his faithfulness to us. So first, knowing that God is God and having faith in him means that we come to know in small, consistent ways about his greatness and his majesty. And then in 224, it says, it means we live in thanksgiving. If God is the only one, everything we are and everything we have comes from him. And that is the truth of the matter. Everything comes from God, the good and the bad. Sometimes the bad is of our own making. Sometimes the bad is of decisions from others that have impacted our lives and we have to help them. Sometimes it is sickness that no one has control over. Sometimes it is the fact that we live in a fallen world and so bad things happen. But we still can have Thanksgiving because God is who we came from, and God is everything, and he knows everything, and he will help us through this fallen world. It also means, as it tells us in 225, that means knowing the unity and true dignity of all men, everyone is made in the image of likeness of God. It is not for us to decide who gets to know God, who gets to have his love, who gets good things, who we treat with respect and kindness, who we tell the truth to and who we lie to. No. All people have unity and dignity. And therefore, we are to treat them as people who are created in the image and likeness of God, because indeed, they are. It also means, it tells us in 2.26, to make good use of created things. 
Faith in God, the only one, leads us to use everything that is not God only insofar as it brings us closer to him and to detach ourselves from it insofar as it turns us away from him. Are the things of this world causing you to grow closer to God or are they pulling you away from God? That's a little bit of a discernment. And if you discern, if you realize, if you understand, if you learn, if you see that the things of this world, whatever they may be, they may be good things. If they are pulling you away from God, then you need to detach yourselves from those. If they are pulling you toward and bringing you closer to him, keep going. But if they're pulling you away, you need to detach. Detachment is not always easy. I'm going to give you just a short example of my own life here. I have been called really in the last, what month are we in? Is this August? So in the last nine months, so it's from December of last year, to detach from many, many, many things. And when I first detached from what I thought were good ideas, hopes, and dreams of my future that God had placed on my heart, I really felt like an abysmal failure. And as time went on, I realized that I was not a failure and that God had some other plans for me. And so I dutifully kept praying and kept waiting and praying and waiting. And after a while, I thought, Lord, um, did you forget about me? And I will tell you that in the last maybe two months, in the face of some very difficult things that have been going on in my life, God has given me things that I've been asking him for, for a long time, opportunities. And I'm not trying to be vague. Some of them are just, they're opportunities that they're not my business to share. And some of them I just can't share yet. But opportunities to serve others, opportunities to walk with others in their faith journey as a spiritual director. And that's all I'm going to say about that. And then opportunities to really reach more people. And when I'm allowed to announce that, you better be sure I'm going to be telling you all about it because I'm super excited about it. But now is not the right time. But for months, I really thought God had forgotten little Deanna sitting over here trying to do her thing. And so in the midst of great struggles, these little, they're not little rewards, they're big rewards, because they truly are the desires of my heart. And the things that remind me how well God knows me, and how much God loves me, and how faithful he is. What I'm going to tell you is that through the darkness that may be in your life, God is right there next to you. He has not abandoned you because it is not in his nature to be anything less than faithful always in all ways. I want you to hold on to that. And then I'm going to give you a concrete suggestion as to how you can see it. So this is your not lukewarm challenge for the week. Please get out a piece of paper or if you have a journal, get out a journal and write there in in your journal, write down ways that I have seen God's faithfulness in my life. That's the title. Ways that I have seen God's faithfulness in my life. And then I want you to make a list. I want you to make a list of all the ways that he has been faithful to you, all the ways he has answered your prayers, all the ways he has said yes, all the ways he has shown up. 
And when you are starting to feel that you've run out of things to write down, leave it and then go back to it another time. Go back to it every day. Try to do it for seven days. For seven days, write down every single instance. Start from your earliest memory when you were three, four, five, whatever it is. Big things, small things. God is faithful. God is so faithful. And he knows the desires of your heart and he will answer them in his time. I hope that you have a wonderful week. I hope that God's faithfulness is present to you in ways that you can see, especially if you are going through a hard time right now. And remember, if you would like to talk about whatever is going on in your life, I am more than happy to have a conversation with you. And you can just make that contact through the contact form that I'm going to leave in the show notes or just um, shoot me a private message on any of the email platforms excuse me, social media platforms that you can find me. Have a wonderful week. God bless you. And do your best to always live not lukewarm, remembering God's faithfulness in your life. Thanks for listening to the Not Lukewarm Podcast, a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, tell a friend, or leave a review wherever you listen. Show notes and links are at notlukewarmpodcast.com.